Monday Night Raw podcast in the shadows. Split doing the damn thing. WWE. Season premiere. Six, 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 season premiere. Season premiere. What season was this? This out of it. Season fifty something of the longest weekly episodic television show in history. No days of our lives. Stupid. That's daily. Give me another weekly show. Show me something. Nah. So Monday Night Raw, holding the title, television title, longest running, man. Congratulations to Raw for opening up another season. And uh, here's to uh, however many more than now and forever. So with that, uh, what was the Raw at last night? Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, man, great city. Um, opened up with Rey Mysterio. We know he was supposed to be getting... Ray versus Seth in the Universal Championship match. So Ray came out. Dominic is sitting ringside, and uh, he's excited for the matchup between his dad and the Universal Champion. And I think everybody in the crowd was everybody at home watching. We were all anticipating that matchup. Now, you know, even though we kind of figured we knew what the story was going to be, ultimately in the end, uh, we all wanted to see how that story was going to get told between, you know. Uh, Mysterio and the Beast Slayer, you know, like this guy's a lucha legend uh, in Mysterio. Like, come on, there's no questioning what they both would be capable of together inside of that ring. And I don't think we've ever, I really don't think we've seen that before with, with those two going at it. So I was really looking forward to that match, uh, as was the rest of the WWE universe. So Bray comes out, pretty much dedicates the win, uh, dedicates the match. Uh, to his son, said he's going to bring the championship home, and no, 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 out comes the Beast, uh, I guess, tuning himself up before his matchup with Kofi on Friday Night Smackdown, this Friday on Fox, and um, hey, in my opinion, just like I said in the last one, I feel like the combat, uh, the combat sports guard needed to let Kofi know Look, you need to not be confident. You need to come into this 100% ready for a scrap, for a fight, for a brawl, for for all of those things and more. Just don't, just don't go into that look thinking that it's going to be a cakewalk because you got a good kick in on Samoa Joe. You know, don't think you just going to have a, a easy walk through the park because you, you finally silenced uh, your biggest critic in Randy Orton. And, and and Brock really just showed off, you know? He had Little Ray flinging him around like a doll. He went and grabbed Dominic out the crowd. Great bumps from Dom. Now, Dom is not a teenager. Dom is, I believe, like 20-something, whatever. I don't even think WWE would allow somebody underneath 18 to do that. So, whatever. But as far as the storyline goes, Dom is young. He can't fight. He ain't trained as a WWE superstar. He may have been practicing here and there in the ring, taking a bump or two, but, you know, in storyline, there's no way you're going to go in there with a combat sports god being Brock Lesnar and, you know, what, defend yourself? I mean, you could try, but that wasn't happening after he flung him over that barricade. It was great stuff outside of storylines, great TV, highly entertaining. Oh uh, man, Brock Brock came with it. Literal beat down, post beat down, like with the little slam into the post. We thought he was gonna try to F5 him outside. That didn't happen. That's fine. 
but it was really still all good. I was highly impressed with uh, how Dom was taking some of those bumps. Vertical suplexes, like, thank goodness. We're not seeing all just the same German suplexes from Brock, so it's like, man, I'm excited for that. Knowing that this match is coming up on Friday with Kofi, it makes me think about Beast in the East and that German suplex Kofi took on his neck. Is Kofi going to try to sell that the same way? Are we going to get a different story with, you know, Kofi actually pulling out a victory? I don't know. I don't have a dog in the race. Kofi has done some amazing things in his WWE Championship run. But we just going to see how, how Kofi brings the fight on Friday. Either way, complete beatdown ensues. Brock Lesnar walks off. Strong Dom goes to the hospital. That's the opening segment. Next up, please, 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 please. Sorry about that. Anyway, next up, uh, Sasha taking on Alexa. Now, this was one of the matches I was really looking forward to, but distraction had already happened with uh, the man, the women's champion of Raw, Becky Lynch, uh, popping up, you know, just because they've got a match on Sunday at Hell in a Cell, streaming live on the WWE Network. Very good. Right now, Becky, I think, is at the top of the division. There's no question asked. She said she wanted all of this stuff, and those things require an amount of, you know, uh, people skills and, you know, championship caliber prowess and all the rest of that. And Becky's shown to be all of that. She's really evolved into the man. And, oh, she's not being booked the same. She's not as badass. Nah, she's real badass. Especially the way that they they wanted to uh, come across. So, yeah, she's still totally... uh, like she has that same uh, feel in a way. Like we're all waiting for another another organic moment, like uh, the man had when Nia Jax had punched in the face, and that mistake happened when the man was born. But it was still um, very good to you know see Becky out there and on commentary. She's the man, and you know Sasha. You know the egos are flaring, and it's uh, you know it's very good to have both of them. You know, just talking back and just talking smack back and forth. And uh, shouts to WWE backstage on FS1. Such a DVRs. Anyway, um, I highly enjoyed, uh, you know, just the match in general with Bliss and Sasha. I'm not, I'm not gonna say it was what we wanted to see. They were both professional, and you know, you want you want to see some more of the gritty cat fighting. And we're going to get that, I believe, when time presents itself. But, um, yeah, it was just it was a distraction outside with Becky getting up on the announce table and Sasha diverting her attention over there anyway and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm not mad. You know, it is what it is. They they did good. And it was, uh, you know, all in all, a, you know, fun segment. Becky uh, definitely ran Sasha off. And, um... Well, after the match, Sasha did pick up the victory. But yeah, Becky ran Sasha off. And it was, you know, just a, just a regular, uh, well, not regular segment. But these guys are getting ready for the, uh, you know, the Hell in a Cell matchup on Sunday. Definitely hyped that up. So that served its purpose. Ziggy and Rude taking on Heavy Machinery next for the Tag Team Championships. I'm not mad at uh, Ziggy and Rude retaining. I think Heavy Machinery still have a little bit of uh, timing uh, to work on in-ring. I think they all came. They, they gelled well together. 
you know, these guys are a fun tag team in Heavy Machinery, so uh, I don't know if fun is really the direction the tag division uh, wants to go in. But I mean, Otis is extremely strong, and Tucker is extremely nimble. He can move. They both can move. And Otis being, you know, so strong and having the, the shape that he has. And that's no disrespect to, you know, the big man at all. You know, it's just like, wow. That, you know, just the moments in the match, just being able to hold on with the vertical suplex. And they made it. It's just a small mishap with uh, Otis and Ziggy's vertical suplex spot. But when they did the doubles, that worked out really well. But it was still a good match. Um, good DET. Robert Roode hit his spine buster. It didn't he didn't really hook the legs the way we we're all accustomed to seeing the legs get hooked for a spine buster on Tucky, no doubt. I mean no less. But it was still um good moments. Uh, what was the glorious DDT picked up the one, two, three, and it was um it was good stuff. Good stuff. Tag champs retain and the tag division continues to grow. Miz TV, Team Hogan, Team Flair, Crown Jewel, 5 on 5. They warming us up for Survivor Series. They just going to show us something out in, uh, out in, out in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And, uh, man, I can't wait for Survivor Series this year. They, SmackDown got, got spanked last year. So we going to have to see how this all plays out this year. Hopefully, uh with this upcoming draft not too too many superstars have moved around from brand to brand but i definitely would like to see smackdown uh even the odds uh this year around so to get a warm-up with the five on five uh team hogan team flair matchup at crown jewels sounds good i'm excited for it so yeah a uh, good good segment viking raiders the oc <laughs> uh, the king on commentary kept calling the OCs plural, like no king. It's just it's just the OC, bro. But it's all right. It's all right because the king is a legend and Hall of Fame in itself. But anyway, um, it, it was a good tag match, fun tag match, back and forth, power hitters. Uh, finally, the Viking Raiders looked like they had a challenge and uh, were ultimately able to pick up the victory. So, um, not mad at all. Hold on. In that little uh, matchup that we had, well, not matchup, but the, the Miz TV segment with Team Hogan and Team Angle, we had Rusev come out for the save on Seth once uh, Randy and, uh, man, somebody else. It slips my mind right now. But these guys went and uh, tried to team up on Seth. But, um... Ultimately, we're going to eventually get Rusev versus Seth Rollins in the main event for the Universal Championship. Not bad. Um, uh, yeah, we're not even going to get into that Lana mess. I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. I'm just calling it now. That's none of my business. I'm going to mind my business. Whatever's going on between Ruru and Lana is between Ruru and Lana. And I'm going to leave it right at that. Cesaro backstage uh, interview with Charlie Caruso. He basically saying he did the same thing to Ray and uh, to Ray and uh, Dominic, who are now in the hospital. Ricochet comes through and defends the honor of both of them and goes to the ring for a matchup.
Ricochet and Cesaro, I've been saying this for a while now. They're perfect. Well, they're one, one of the better fits as far as, uh, you know, one-on-one in-ring competition goes. I always enjoy seeing both of these guys go at it. And um, they didn't go in and disappoint again. Um, I believe Ricochet picked up the victory. But all in all, still a good match between the two. And I take nothing away from Cesaro. They, I don't even think Ricochet hit the 630. I could be wrong, though. But either way, it was a good matchup. Vince McMahon wants to bury Cedric Alexander, says the dirt sheets. Now, feel how you want. Mr. McMahon is going to do what he wants anyway. But the United States Championship matchup between Cedric Alexander and the phenomenal AJ Styles was a phenomenal match. Both of these guys went at it. They both brought 100% of the A game. You know, it looked at, it had a couple spots where you thought Cedric was going to pick up the victory, but ultimately AJ did win. Personally, I think Cedric is still a little brand new to the um, to the main roster. So it's not like we were expecting Cedric to win. It would be a good look for him to win, but as I continue to grow with the product, I'm looking at these... These championship runs actually meaning something. We're in a new era. These champions need to be solidified as champions. AJ picking up that victory off the Styles Clash not only made the Styles Clash continue to be one of the most devastating moves in modern-day WWE, but it solidified him as an actual champion because he was doing the same exact thing while he was WWE champion on SmackDown Live, the house that AJ Styles built. So it's... um. It was good. Take nothing away from Seth at all. He had his he had his moment. He had his opportunity. I wouldn't say he blew it because, if anything, it's, at least to me and maybe some members of the WWE universe that are uh, starting to become familiar with him, he, was, uh, he went out there and he did his thing, you know, but you're taking on a champion. You're taking on an experienced veteran. So, and what would you have done with the championship anyway? What, you going to have another open challenge like your man Cena? I don't know. I'm not too sure what what would have came from a championship run, uh, you know, with with this high flyer. But um, either way, AJ picked up the victory. Styles clash, one, two, three. Good stuff to uh, the champion and great stuff to the challenger. Lacey Evans and Natalia. Um, practice makes perfect. The match didn't even seem like it was... Uh, they were just moving things along in the match. Lacey brought out the handkerchief early through it. Uh, Natty went at it. But ultimately, I believe uh, Lacey picked up a victory off of some sort of distraction. Quick roll up into the tights. No sharpshooter, because I think that would have just been a little disrespectful three weeks in a row. But roll up, grab the tights. Here goes Lacey with the victory. I think we are going to get a really good match between the two. Maybe Lacey uh, gets another match. Well, wait, Sunday. Now, I don't think they're going to fight on Sunday. But well, maybe they are. Either way, but if they're not, maybe we can get a good submission match between the two. If we're not getting that match and we're leading into the next uh, pay-per-view event, I would say uh, give Lacey some submission wins against uh, some up-and-comers or you know, women that are trying to solidify themselves in the women's division, and then her and Natty can really go at it. 
They both been practicing. The, the spots was, it was normal. And that's actually, I think, a sign of progress because there wasn't anything that stood out. It was actually a match. You know, they went at it. They didn't look like they were messing up. They looked like they were mash, meshing well together. So then when they actually do turn up with some actual, like, in-ring time to tell a story, I think that I think that they might be ready. Well, they named Lacey. Uh, might be ready. She's definitely progressed a lot, you know, from when we first started talking about uh, practice making perfect. So uh, we'll see. Continue practicing like we all do, but all in all, a good match between the two. Okay, main event. Uh, Bobby Lashley kissed Lana. Rusev in the ring fighting for the Universal Championship. And Whoa, soap opera-esque. I just, look, you know, what goes on between a couple is their business. Whatever ain't known, whatever is known, is between that couple. It's their business. So I'm not going to even try to get into it. The story will unfold the way it unfolds. But once all of that happens and the crowd is engaged enough in all of that nonsense... My goodness, The Fiend attacks Seth Rollins and has looked strong for many, many weeks going into uh, the Hell in a Cell event. So we'll see how the Kingslayer can respond to this at the Hell in a Cell event. But, um, I mean, we know we usually know what happens when one has the momentum going in. We don't know. I won't call it. We're just going to see what happens. Either way. That was Monday Night Raw. Shouts to everybody that brings you the podcast each and every week. I want to say programming notes, but I haven't really quite thought about how we're going to shift with this new schedule on WWE television. But for the most part, I will catch you guys for SmackDown Live. NXT is special, so we will cover that when we get there. But I am definitely paying attention to each and every episode and Loving all of the superstars that are on their way up the ladder. So, well, toward that brass ring. So, with all of that, I'll holler at you guys after SmackDown Live. Peace.